did it. We made it back for another episode. Thanks episode for, four, uh, baby. Yeah, thanks for fading out the the great beat on that one. Who made that? I'm just kidding. The legendary Dan made it. Welcome, 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 welcome. Sit and spin podcast, episode number four. Sit and spin podcast. We probably haven't explained in the last three episodes what we do, why we're doing it. There's a reason we got to number four. Uh, So we thought we'd just start from the top. Uh, We're here to appreciate records, uh, specifically music of all kind, but records specifically, the vinyl set. Uh, We're just trying to slow down, dig into music. See the interpretation that everybody kind of has. Everybody has like a personal interpretation of it. Um, but it's not so much a review show as so much it's appreciation for vinyl show. Yeah. Um, you know, there's new music that comes out every second. So. Yeah. Which I, I like. can keep on top of that. Yeah, of course. I like Who that. Who doesn't like new stuff? We were asking yeah. you really quick or we were discussing like when did you first hear this? For me, it was like working, going downtown. Yeah. Driving downtown. Oh, yeah. For me, a good 2016 spot when it came out, I was like. You know, yeah. I was I was loving it when it came right out, but I'm definitely appreciating it more now that I have it as a record. Yeah. I could sit down and listen to it. Exactly, because like driving s- on the highway, that's not my. If it's a, it's a song yeah. I know, when I rarely find myself throwing out a new album, so I tried, and it's like, yeah, sure, you have forced evoke emotion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Evoke emotion. This nice uh, corner. Oh yeah, yeah, Double yeah. Swag and this stuff, is much you know? different than uh, than driving on the highway, being distracted, so having having like anger, having physical. Uh, you know, stuff in front of you, tangible yeah, things. Yeah, actually seeing Let's the album art. Recorded, all this stuff. Yeah, it's cool. All that good stuff. So, yeah, we just want to try to dig a little deeper, but then we think everybody's uh, connection with music is different, so why not have a different story, you know, that we could dig into, so, obviously. So, we have uh, records here that you could see in the frame. Definitely recommend that you watch this on YouTube, but uh, you're welcome to recommend a record, you could browse the shelves digitally through our YouTube page or Instagram, wherever the hell you find us. That's right. Uh, but what we want to do is uh, not only go through what I have and appreciate what I have, and I could sit here and kind of just do that categorically while taking some notes and going through these things, you know, more than just, like, by myself in a cold, dark yeah. room. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's no, kind no. of a, a thing that you could do with somebody. So yeah. not only share what I have, me. but, uh, you know, eventually be able to take this and uh, – explore other people's um record collections you know eventually i'll take this uh whole setup over to my dad's house he's got a pretty good collection this is definitely where i get my interest for a lot of these records um eventually i like to get to your house you got a handful yeah. and you know i feel All like four of mine hey four is a start okay you know this started great. at four <laughs> so. three three of them are from you no two of them are Two, of two out of fifty percent of my hey, collection. I'll, I'll help feel <laughs> any interest you got in there. You know, I'll help put. No, that it's in. really fun. It works with the you know the producing sample stuff, but just sitting down and listening to it. I got the little Marshall speaker like you do up there. So right, yeah, we can yeah. listen to this. Uh, uh, the few episodes that we've done, we'll be able to just listen to it through the headphones and kind of just really kind of close our eyes, enjoy the music, enjoy the lyrics. Uh, you know, we don't talk as we listen to it, but then we kind of just discuss the record afterwards. We give um, looks, we give weird looks and stuff. Definitely, like, mm, wait till we get to this track. So we're not going to break it down track by track every single episode. We're just trying to find the groove for what we want. But, hey, any feedback yeah. is welcome. Almost just, well, I did kind of burp on like that. Right, we'll cut that. No. I ain't cut Any nothing. feedback is welcome. We're not cutting <laughs> shit from this whole show. Uh, so, yeah, today we're doing on Sit and Spin, episode four, Kid Cuddy, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying. Ain't no, ain't no G on there. Slaying. I love it. <laughs> it's cool, cool. Album yeah. artwork, very, uh... What do you think? Yeah, you like it. I definitely, of course, love all the records because you can just you know, pick it up, look at the absolute front of it, and be like, 
this is the art of the work. Yeah. You don't have to, you could interpret it any way you want. Uh, yeah, so look us up the older stuff. It's very trippy. Uh, this is very simple. Cuddy just outlined in, uh, yeah. I'll say, rose gold uh, is the tint that he is. Uh, you know, but inside of that rose gold tint, Cuddy outlined, it's got a universe and a galaxy. And yeah. uh, this hey, just makes you uh, want to turn this off and play No Man's Sky right now. All right, we're done. No. <laughs> or do some We've been playing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is definitely like one of those, um, you know, it, shroom-type albums, you know, just... Let me just go ahead and close my eyes and feel it, feel it, feel yeah. it. You know, there's so many vibes on this album. Um, there's definitely the uh, trademark Cuddy Hums. I'll be saying Cuddy Hums a whole bunch of times because you already know what that is. And everybody who is familiar with Cuddy just knows that. Uh, he doesn't have to say anything. He just has to say, mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, all his little hums and ooh Yeah, but he just carries it. He carries it the right way. You know, it's very much like T-Pain with auto-tune, you know. Kanye with a lot of vocal samples. He just has his own little, that's his little, uh, yeah. I would say hook, you know, like a, like a producer would have a hook, you know. I can't reach the hooks, but I would just drop a hook right now. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> no, but it's cool. It's a nice style. Obviously, Travis Scott replicated it. Scott, Mascotti, whatever half his Ooh. name he paid I, homage to and stuff. So. I absolutely love when they link up. The Scots is my favorite, like. It's dope. Super group. Yo. That seven inch isn't here yet, but that's a vinyl that I for my future jukebox. I was like, let me get that seven inch when they released that single. I got a shipping notification that is on its way. I can't wait to get it. You know, just being hyped for it. But uh, but yeah, definitely like this is some of that early the Scots. Yeah, um, Cuddy, like he's connected with Kanye, all that stuff. Of course, course. that's where the Travis stuff comes in. But like it's uh, it's, the close friend with him they had their ups and downs he had all this stuff but he's been like a solid member of good yeah and uh just drops um yeah has he, he really dropped a been? weird one the uh speeding bullets yeah speeding bullets just didn't <laughs> click trade. for me or yeah speeding trade of bullets I, I listened to it yes you're right that's so, 2015 i was not back. the biggest fan of that one but i mean it's still cutty i listen to it now and again to be like it's similar to Kanye Yeezus, where I'm like, did I really like that album, or did I not? Oh, so no. I turn it on. Is, yeah. Oh, we will get into that. I got a Yeezus up here. We could have a Ash Yeezus. Pain. Also. That's more of like, a, like uh, the rebirth from uh, Lil Wayne, where they tried to he tried to go rock or whatever, because it's like an alternative album, basically. That's this just, one? No, the one with Speed and Bolt. Oh, yeah, Speed and Bolt. That's all we had. Oh, yeah, Lil Wayne did that, like, all, that, like, all electric guitar exactly. album. Yeah, there's about two good <clears throat> songs, three good songs on that album, but, like... But I feel like that's where I don't some go of back the, to it. Yeah, like some of the message he's talked about uh, the media and all. So like w- when it's like towards um, his criticism, it was probably now that I'm realizing it's like towards the last album, the Speed and Bullet, which is wasn't well received. But yeah, before that, Man on the Moon, all that stuff. I'm not gonna say that I've like heard them all. I know his like influence and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but this one, like the point of the show, of course, sitting down listening to this was awesome. So now, yeah, we I tossed just, up. Going, if we're going to do Cuddy, we did, we did this one. I've got um, Indicud and the second Man on the Moon out of the three-part trilogy. So I don't have everything that I wish I had in life. I wish I had the whole trilogy, but uh, we decided let's go with this one. It's pretty uh, down the down the center lane for just ideas of what's going on right now. It's yeah. not really politically involved. It's not really anything. It's just kind of like More of this inward. man, his pain, his passion. Yes. And his, his, his <laughs> <laughs> and other stuff. Like, Jesus, some yeah. of these tracks out of here, he is a slaying. You hear some of these lyrics? The the are you talking about the 
Sexual ones. Oh, very sexual. <laughs> yeah, he went <laughs> in on the sleigh mode. Okay, some are not, and some are like dumb, dumb vague, like unbelievably vague. Uh, the only other things I want to toss in about the record is that it was a 2016 album release, but yeah. the record itself didn't come out in 2000 till 2017, and it was tied into the uh, kind of newly rebirthed. Um, record store day so like uh if yeah, you're record store day release if you're familiar with record store day or records in general there's a day or now like two days shit because of pandemic it's like four days now yeah. but it changes all the time but what they're trying to do is get it's like black friday it just starts earlier yeah right? yeah one started on black friday so there so this oh, was a really? black, they, yeah this was, was a black friday out. release no they do it twice a year that's like black friday and then like I want to say, like, around 420. Like, they keep a lot of the similar hobbies involved. So <laughs> they uh, they do it twice a year, um, a little more this year, just because of uh, pandemic, I'd imagine. Uh, but what they try to do is that they release these records, even though they might be smaller batches. This was a 3,000 pressing release batch. Um, so that may not be the smallest, because some people put out, like, just 300 records or only, like, 100, you know, really small artists. So some things are much rarer than this. But even even just think about, you know, the general population versus 3,000 records released. Yeah. It is quite a small batch release. Doesn't matter. There are definitely 3,000 Cuddy fans who also oh, sure. vinyl that will scoop them up instantly. Absolutely, yeah. So these are these are going for their own rate uh, on Discogs. I don't know whether, you know, support or not support that. The market runs itself. Oh, yeah. Uh, save them. Save them. Save them, yeah. collection. Yeah. But I definitely say, like definitely, hey, play your records, kids. Yeah. Wear your sneakers. Breaking the hats. Yeah, don't keep yeah. the um, Pokemon card collection. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, locked up. Just open that shit up. You might have a holographic. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you open it up and it, like, oh, that would be awesome if some of these, that's not this case, but some records do that. They'll be like, we're just resting, releasing, you know, 3,000 or 1,000. And then within that batch, there'll be like different color variants or different you know, little gags that separate that even small batch from others. So there's definitely an, an infinite rabbit hole of things like that for yeah. sure. Uh, let's see here. You definitely hear that, don't you? What's the, yeah, I'm, I'm so not, we record this in a basement and behind <clears throat> your head, there is some sort of pipe. So somebody of some other roommate of mine is using uh, water in the house. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, we might just have some background noise of a water in the pipe, but hey, we're we'll just a budget production. Just imagine there's a waterfall in the background yeah. or something. Yeah. You know, hey, we're <laughs> soothing you to sleep here. If you hear those trinkling I can always move water well, drops, don't even them. worry about it. It'll stop. Someone's just, the kitchen's above you, so that someone's either got the garbage Listen, I will sacrifice the comfort of this great no. beanbag chair. Okay. No. Enjoy this. This is part <laughs> of the show. Uh... Let's see. Any, anything that like stood out to you? You know, I brought in a little bit of the information. I've always pressed liked... that Sterling sound. By the way, Sterling. I don't know much about that, but I, that's out there now. So this, the press there purely just a pressing place. Um, I don't know actually. They're from. They say that they have a store or a, a, a office in New Jersey as well as Nashville, but they are the um, lathe production company. Sterling sound, so I feel like that they, um, as far as what I'm familiar with in the in the record industry, they get the master audio files and then they cut them into the uh, the metal lathe okay. and then they do the pressing. Other than that, they're not much else. They don't do a bunch of production work or final edits or anything like that. They just go, here's the master file. Let's put that shit in in, in metal and then let's just press everything out of that metal and then so cool. those three thousand copies cool. come on. So that was from Sterling Sound. That's who did this first batch here that we've been listening to today. 
I yeah. saw throughout, sprinkled throughout, recorded at Capitol Records, things like that, so... Oh, yeah, like the audio tracks themselves, mm-hmm. definitely, like, that's how, you know, you got all those, hey, Pharrell, all the Will Smith kids, uh, yeah. the, <laughs> all, the kids. All, the, all the Smith kids are all on there. All tangled oh, yeah. kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, who who else did, uh, Will, I'm, uh, Will I Am, you know, he, he produced, a, yeah, he produced, a, I think Which he produced the first one, I think he did, it's it's on there, look, look in the, the, not Pharrell, like Williams, maybe? No, Pharrell did tons of this, and it's so apparent every time it's Pharrell. It's just loud trumpets, bouncy. It's like every throwaway to happy went to <laughs> this is a happy song. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's Pharrell. That's obviously Pharrell. Let's see. Ones that I wrote obvious Pharrell on, let's see here, while you're looking at that. Um, yeah, Will I Am's definitely on the first side of the first album, so it's on the left side of that gave one, no doubt. Ba 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 ba! Oh my god, I wrote so much crap. Uh, oh yeah, obvious Pharrell was on track four as well as I mean he's all out of it. Nineteen, but like yeah, I did write Pharrell. Hear, yeah, for the ones that I just knew it was Pharrell. Like Pharrell. And then you look, you're like, <laughs> yes, it's Pharrell. <laughs> and I feel like okay, so uh, flight at first sight advances. I think you said that. Alone. Oh my god, flight at first. Not, what's the track number on that? Do you know? Let me let me tilt this towards uh, me so I don't see, look like silly. Because I wrote all the numbers. Nine, track nine. Okay, track nine. Flight at first sight. I definitely loved flight at first sight. Oh, okay. So, so the transition of it, I really loved because eight was definitely the oh, Scott. Was the beat switch? Oh yeah. So eight definitely was. Oh shit! These are even lit. So this is not good. These are not labeled one through nineteen. It's all labeled side by side. Actually, it's probably the, very yeah. all the yeah. time. See, I'm not an old kid, so I'm just like, where's my nineteen track list? And they break it out like this. <laughs> But yeah, that one is great. The, the drums and the cowbells, you can tell right away it's Pharrell. For, yeah. uh, Flight at First Sight advances. Oh, no um, doubt. The synth pad is awesome. I'm a sucker for a good synth choice. I feel like he got that from a Daft Punk session. <laughs> yeah, Because <laughs> right? they're notorious for like spending one whole day just choosing one sound for one song. And then like, just like building, building So like imagine building, just sitting with them in a session down. and they go through like 400 of their own sounds and it's like, wow, that one sounds good. You know, I feel like that's more and more very common Daft Punk-y type. with like the legendary... Like, you hear that from things like Kanye. Like, he just goes and locks himself in a room. Oh, Earl Sweatshirt. Oh, my God. Let's take a dump in this house. All gonna, right, it's, gonna, it's, gonna, gone it's gone now. It's gone now. It's gone now. That's a quick good, one. We're good. We're good. Yeah. I'm just going to ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but no, the the, it, the beat switch, it's like two sides of his life, basically. It's kind of what I wrote down. I don't remember exactly the lyrics, but, like, you can tell clearly the first the first half of the song mm-hmm. and then the second half of the song breaks up. Um, I wrote similar, actually. I wrote that the Scots yeah, is a the good, album good where kind of like you sink through the song on, on eight, but then nine is definitely like a punch to wake up, but still just kind of float along. It never hits a peak. It's just like, yeah, you know, it's just like a rev on the engine. So I definitely wrote that. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And I did want to ask, though, like, when I, are there times, not that you have to like delve into it, but like Flight at First Sight is not a very deep song, but it's definitely one of the ones that I was like, Oh, I immediately, s- s- I thought of like five situations where I was like, oh, I've done that. Damn, <laughs> that girl's fine. Let me uh, not go up to her or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. So like the flight at first sight was so familiar, but so vague. You know what I mean? I, and, that, and that happened at least on five tracks of this album. That was just like, boy, those are just some general words, but boy is a very specific. It was a very them. good um, like vibe. 
style, like of course, uh, of course, the vibe at night type of thing, mm-hmm. like just the low bass it was a synthy simple type. Beat. <clears throat> simple, but like it gets you in the mood of like the you know you don't need much. What do you what do you do when you're you know smashing? It's a uh, the rhythm. <laughs> it's about the rhythm, you it's know. So the, yeah, yeah. It's like this it's got like those like mindless boom, songs to boom, do. Yeah, such, like yeah. it's like it keeps no not loop. <laughs> I feel like the drums stuff like they replicate like the or like the slow buildup of like a heartbeat maybe like you know yeah, like, yeah, getting yeah. more intense because like you saw somebody you're like oh you're fine like fight or flight like am I gonna advance? So I pulled back like. Right, yeah. definitely. You could you could feel that that grip of your heart already, and you're not even exactly. there. Like if you just close your eyes and just yeah. think of that invo- invoking that emotion, you're definitely are like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You've kind of had some memories of that. Yeah, yeah. And then the baptized and fire, like the one before it, because it still has that like beat switch thing. It's like the same thing. Like the first half, of course. Like I I focused on lyrics a lot Rose in the Gold? past couple episodes. Uh, no, baptized and fire. Ooh, all right. Yeah, no, keep going. Because that one. Like both that and then flight at first sight and advances are like a beat switch, and it's like one side than the other, right? But with that one, it's like he's very uh, oh, yeah, yeah. focus on the lyrics too much and all that. But he goes from like that was the Scots he's the sad or whatever in the beginning, yeah. and then it switches up to like um, the, the drugs and all that. Like he's that da- he has a line about like dapping people up in his out the window of his Porsche and stuff, like right, you know. So he's like showing you both sides, which is awesome, there's a bit of, of a flex. He has multiple flexing songs on this, he does, little, yeah. Like, and it's like that one gives off the message of like he's just feeling the vibe, but he doesn't know what he wants mm-hmm. ultimately. But you, in reality, what he wants is to be oh, yeah, you know, sober, I think, and all that. So I'm not too much of a cuddy fan, stan, whatever, but like I know that he doesn't want it. Like he went to rehab and all that stuff, like he's not he's trying to, so, yeah. Uh, outright about it he's so yeah, transparent which he says it. yeah absolutely but it's the like it's hard show. it's the same yeah, thing yeah, we were talking whole, about like right. uh damn with kendrick last episode like there's but this sampled- constant about the uh, demonic struggle of like yeah. vices and fucking just getting better and i like- feel like as a lot of um like i think a lot of especially like modern day hip-hop paints a lot of modern day history i think it also paints a lot of modern day um you know, development of humans, you know, like this, this deep shit that he's talking about is not all, he's not alone in it, but he's yeah. very, you know, articulate yeah. while being, you know, aloof and, and, and artistic about yeah. it. Yeah. Back in the day, like when he came out, this is what people loved him for because yeah. he was like the, I'm an emo, not emo rapper. I guess I hate that. Ooh, word, but he's like, I'm, no, a, say de- it, say I'm it. a depressed type rapper. Like I'm not yeah. a backpack rapper. I'm not a, <laughs> like mumble rap is the evolution of it. Maybe Ooh. but it's like, he was just straight up depressed dude. And he just, you know, wrapped it out and, it's funny that you say that. It's what it's. Yeah. I feel it because on, on the first <laughs> first track when we turned it on, I wrote. All right, do you know what's that song? I think uh, frequencies. Let me know one? who sings this. I think you know. I think it's maybe. I'm gonna sound If it's Chief Keef, all all these rappers are my children. Maybe it's Gucci. All these rappers is all my children. That's I think that's Gucci, Gucci yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, so. he, yeah, he dropped it. It was the cartoon one, and everybody yes. had a little cartoon version of him the, the, for the cover for the single. Yeah, all my frequency. children. Frequency. Frequency paints that picture, but differently for Cuddy. See, I have all to say of about these, this one. That's exactly, because, like, even though, all right, so I wrote here, uh, you know, what's your frequency? You know, skip all that. Uh, all these rappers are definitely his children, these new wave emo rappers. I know you say you didn't like to use that term, but like if we dig into some of the stuff that I know I have, I mean, Lil Yachty can touch on some emo shit. Uzi Vert, emo king right now. I have that right down now, for one of the songs. I mean? Like he, yeah. It's like you would think that you got to keep in your head. Like it's not Cuddy who's emulating them. He might be. It's not. He's the biting a little bit. There of might like, be other people. Yeah, who the way they refined from, it. But like the he started guys. that shit. I don't know I which agree. one it was. I'll find it. But um, I thought it that totally on the first sounds track. like Uzi. Yeah. For the first track, I'll tell you what. <laughs> what? I don't. For I think 
yeah, like it's a great intro. Um, the the message overall, right? Like I bolded this because it's like yeah. it's the intro. He wants you to let you know right away, like widen your view. Widen your view. Love is the rule. Those were two lyrics like pulled from uh, the song. So what? it's easy, right? You know, shrooms, whatever that stuff, love, whatever you got to do, drugs, women, something like that, but or just getting sober. There's a lot yeah. of ways. Widening your demons view, could yes. be a way of like widening your view. And it's like, you know, all that good stuff. But this to me sounds like uh, Rodeo Throwaway by Travis Scott. And like, it's like, I, I feel oh. like if not that, that he. Produce the other one. I thought I thought it was Mike Will. Everybody, uh, produce Mike oh. Dean. Has, oh, Mike Dean. Well, then yeah, it could have been uh, because Pat he's tapped and into Kid that Cuddy. fucking triangle for sure. Yeah, but yeah. so so that's the thing. Mike, though. Dean, Mike Kanye, Dean, Travis Scott, Kid Kanye Cuddy. Da, da, da. Yeah. yeah, he made Kanye West sound, <laughs> so. and then Mike Dean was given to Travis Scott, and he made his sound, and then now Mike Dean did the whole album for this guy. Him and yeah. Plain Pat and Kid Cudi are all over this, and then in the second half. Dot the genius, and then of course Pharrell sprinkles in. Shoot, but yeah, this sound, like I wouldn't the be only surprised. Thing that are happy on this album. It's like, hey, we should talk to Pharrell yeah. about being uh, happy. We, we're so sad. Bring <laughs> yeah, Pharrell in. Bring we Pharrell need to bring in. We gotta bring it up. It's like it's like yeah, it's like the sprinkled Pharrell things are just triumphant songs. <laughs> I, but I really wouldn't be surprised if Travis Scott did a reference track for this because you know how like Kendrick has reference tracks for Eminem mm-hmm. and stuff like that because like yeah. similar styles or whatever. I it, it I couldn't get it out of my head. Like this was like a rodeo Travis Scott song. Whatever the one was, uh, let's see here. After but the, the yeah, Scots, I put the yeah, yeahs were good for frequency. <laughs> flight at first Premium. sight. Nah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, when we to... does it, does, does it. it? Okay, I was gonna that say that one. That's where they actually sample. Like, well, okay, I, I don't what know. The, yeah, did, they, they? did they sample Kendrick? Yeah, Mar- no, the, when he says like when he, when he's doing the get it, get it, like the refrain in the background, where he's like get it, get it. Like that is straight up off of can I I. I can't play it at the moment. It's the struggle of the non-music music podcast. Yeah. But uh, are you talking about off Damn or something else? It is off of Damn. It's one hundred percent humble it, or DNA. It's, or it's off like of loyalty. Loyalty. Oh, loyalty. So like that was um, he's using a sample off of that, and or that's that's at least where I think it is. I might be wrong exactly which uh-huh. one, but I know there's another loyalty tie-in that I wrote in here. So maybe I'm getting the two confused. But the get it, get it, get it. The background refrain is like literally from Kendrick Dam, and oh, it's like, okay. man, we just listened to that and like dove into it. So it's it's no. uh, awesome to hear like that. That is obviously something older than either of them that they're bringing in. Um, you know, and that's that is just awesome to hear and tie those little you know breadcrumbs together throughout yeah. music. It's Part of why I enjoy diving into this kind of stuff. That one is that one is uh, does it is okay. I I feel bad like saying it, but like it's yeah. kind of the che- it's not yeah. are cheesy, but it's, it's still on my lower. They're deep. It's very deep what he says, but it's they're still so, cheesy. <laughs> my argument to it is not like okay, he does it, but then also like who doesn't? You know what I mean? Like I mean, think of Gambino. Gambino does all those things that he's saying. Yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm not shitting on it, but like you know, it's a I do it. He kind of says thanks, but then he's like, I do it, I do it, I does it. It's like, yeah, he does but it, I, but the, a lot of people does it. So it's a gas him up song, but it just doesn't click for me. Yeah, this yeah. is the one where he's saying like, I've I listen, I've been in the industry. Yeah, the oh, I give him his props. He did, this is yeah. the industry. Drop industry song. does like, notice. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it's like. Uh, good yeah he was in the industry he's been yeah. in, what movie was he not fast and furious he was in a couple he was in like one franchise was he so it's like he yeah, he, i've seen him on screen i just can't think of did something and he did a movie it was, it was pretty good but i mean yeah was he's he right in that movie he's with right. ti the one where they uh were all like they were either like agents or undercover oh, and it was like ti and like a bunch of 
just a bunch of actors, but it was so funny because it was like, well, that oh, I think like Bow Wow might have been in it. I don't know. It was, it was just like, I hope Kid Cudi was uh, not in that. It was it was a while ago. It was definitely a while ago. I might just be totally wrong. But no, that one's good. The, I I would say for a few of these songs, as as is by like Mike Dean. Um, oh yeah, it's it's really next level, but it's not that replayable. I wouldn't. I agree with that. Yeah, exactly. Play this one again. Just because the legend's name to. is on it, Mike Dean, the legend, doesn't mean you're yeah. like I have to hear. it. No, it's great. It yeah. sounds like beautiful, but it's like I'm not just gonna keep playing it over and over again because it's like it's like such a rising. The beat is like constant and rising. Yeah. And he like keeps getting more and he put, puts more and more of himself out there. Yeah. So, but I don't want to hear him ranting every time. <laughs> oh, but the thing <laughs> you know? now, the thing that I liked after that though. It's because, like, after he came off of, he does it, Dance for Eternity, it it slowed it down. It was just a simple, simple, simple club beat. That's a beat we've heard refreshed, remixed, reused. Yeah, this is, like, the drug rave song. Oh, my God, that was such a simple beat. But, like, something that just hit me with it was, like, it's, it's a complex topic, no doubt. Like, just the title itself, Dancing for Eternity, having that connection with a human for eternity yeah. that definitely is so complex he, the way that was read okay so i kind of wrote here i'm not gonna just read uh da, 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 da. song for a simple beat oh yes yeah yeah so like the way that i was kind of thinking while listening to this the parallels with loyalty like i love loyalty on kendrick lamar i said that mm-hmm. on a previous episode but this is mm-hmm. the the track i think even though it's so simple it's like that love song that hits for me. Like, I just like, yeah, I love the passion. I'm <laughs> sucker for it. So if it's not this one, there's another uh, one on here. We just talked God, about so being so many of them. Okay, wet. so Distant <laughs> that Fantasies. That one was pretty good, too. Distant like, Fantasies is the one where he's just talking about, I can't even say it. A, you can say it. Family podcast. No, no, no this is where he's like, it's spreading it open and pounding it out. Like, oh, yeah. He is going in on the, like, vulgarity. <laughs> And that's yeah. like the drug thing. Like, man, if that could be a certain drug that he's trying to emulate, I don't know what it would be, but like, you know, Molly or whatever, Coke, but like, he just yeah. like, man, I just want to. If, if, if Dance for Eternity of... was an epilogue, uh, Distant Fantasies, the next one was definitely like for real. full that graphic. Was it was like, all right, I'm going to run up on it. And Distant Fantasies is like, not so distant. I'm not letting you get away with not knowing what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like, there's no imagination in this. Yeah. I put, I definitely, for the notes, I put, it's the most lustful one so far. It's, it's the graphic. most lustful one. It is graphic one. verbally. Like, it's just, yes. the stuff he says is like, man, you know. But I think it tails into, while it's so graphic at the start, it tails into the dark side of trust. And that's what I wrote down, is specific, specifically that in the first one, he's talking about all the good things in trust, you know, in, in uh, Dance for Eternity. Yeah. That's yeah. that's all the happiness that you find From and all afar. the little connections, yeah. all those little things. But then you turn it out and then you get to Distant Fantasies, which is just the next song here, and it starts as the, t- the peak, you know, passionate, wet, pounded it out, all that good <laughs> shit. But then he, he tails into all those dark sides of trust, the, yeah. like, the lying, the maybe the betraying, and he's probably felt that, you know, and that's why I could speak on it in, in such yeah, a passion. There's got to be, I don't know, his, yeah. I haven't, you know, looked it up and all that stuff. I'm sure there's info out there, but like, I don't know what his relationship is. Yeah. Exactly. He's going through yeah. rehab and he's going through all that stuff, even though I may not be the biggest, you know, cutty stand. I could definitely feel it in this music, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, the Uzi Vert sounding one that I put was the Wounds. Kind of sing raps like Uzi on that one for Ooh, Wounds. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Panic this trumpets one. in that one. Good production. I mean, the production is so high level. I love Mike Dean, so oh. I'll never not 
right. like it, even it, though I just said it's not replayable, whatever. You know what I mean? I felt like this might have been, like, the one that hit for you on this album. I picked this for you. I was like, this is Danny's anthem right now. This is the get is, back it up. It was very personal. It yeah. was introspective, I put. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's classic depressing Cuddy. Sure. But it's motivational. Like, you know, right. I'm going to get through it. It's so not can bring it down and wallow with it. me because he it does was, those albums. It was, he does um, those. and the pan, like the trumpets, like keep it kind of. Yeah. Not triumphant, a little rise. They were higher. Exactly. Yeah. Triumphant is great. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, that one was, I would say another one. I'll look through and tell you which one that I think was the best yeah. in terms of the motivation, but that was definitely one of them. Um, bolded here for the one next to it, Mature Nature. I put one yeah. of my favorite tracks on the album because it's just so good. Like I, in Ooh. the beginning, I'm not done with wounds yet. I got, I got, I got to ask you about wounds. Though. What's up? Uh, so with wounds specifically, I, I like that it was vague, but it was like again one of those specific vague. So that's why I felt like it would hit with you. All that kind of resonating. I was like, well, you know what? This song, the lyrics, bang, the flow, bang, hits with you yeah. right now. That kind of shit. But the thing that I <laughs> really kind of thought with though. Uh, you know, th- this is symbolic, definitely, of, like, everybody can connect with the song. Yeah. You know, um, looking up the ratings on this album, it was, like, I thought it was, like, not the best received. It was 98%. Really? Yeah, that, according to the okay. quickest Google search. That so I it aged up. well. So I felt like this song is very, like, symbolic of the album. But what other song, listening to just this song itself, is this, just, this is copying a whole other song. 100% copying oh, another song. You never heard, it's, it's a smash hit. Not to give it away there, but that's a little hint there. It's a smash hit, but the message of this song is straight up stealing from another song. I don't, I don't know, like uh, what lucid dream. I don't know. Get knocked down, but I get up again. Oh, it's a smash mouth, smash hit. No, not uh, that's uh, Chumba Wumba. Oh, you're fucking right. Down. Oh, I feel so <laughs> stupid. That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I only remember because it's Chumba right. Wumba. Chumba Wumba. I know. Yeah, I just know it's the goddamn Shrek <laughs> meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've tried not to listen to it, so I'm actually happy I kind of got that funny. wrong. I feel silly and justified for it. <laughs> that's all I kept thinking. By the time that song was wrapping up i was like he gets knocked down but he gets back up again kid cuddy he's got it <laughs> they were the lyrics are really relatable on that one i like it a yeah. lot i am the type of uh you know like the the emo kid who's listening who appreciates these lyrics I, yeah because not I, everyone is you know i'm not gonna relate to the rolexes and all that stuff like i relate to right the, i the, the feel pain, like you can actually hit emotions the same way another human would hit emotion as yeah, opposed cool. to like flexing my rolly getting in my bends those are fun songs but i really yeah. those are more aspirational songs as opposed to like what i'm doing on a saturday yeah. night yeah and this is the guy who like his single was you know day and night i you know i'm Tossing turns, stress in my mind, oh lonely my stoner, only free at night. Give me a break. Like, that's everything that, you know, young rap yeah. fans want to hear. Like, yeah. You know, I only smoke and get free at night. It's cool. So it's like that's your single and you're you're openly putting it out there that like, yeah. I am like this very moody, emotional type of uh Singing, singing rapper. He sings. Yeah, well, he taps. He contributed into that a lot very to that. well, and the, and the articulation of being. It's weird because there's an articulation even in his hums. Even when he says nothing, yeah, you're like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's the, you just feel it. You're right. And like that's the whole the Kanye yeah. thing. Like it's somebody who yeah. you know, Kanye is the same way. Whatever, uh, emotional and all this stuff. Sure. He he saw that in him and stuff. That's why they link up. That's why they're mm. good friends. Similar inspirational types. Why they yeah. do projects together. Why Travis they Scott do, is they, involved. They, come out on, they yeah. bring each other out on stage and stuff like oh, that. Obviously. But it's just cool to. Um, it's go like, deeper they, into. They had, a, they had a rift for a little while, didn't they? Did. Kanye, and then they Kanye, made I don't really keep like up with all that. Who knows? Yeah. What? 
I don't Glad they're back together or not back together. Who knows? It's another yeah. day. But well, he, he's like the evolution together, of... They sound good. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a little bit of a breaking off and, like, you know, more emotional than a Kanye thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because he might be... I don't know. Like, I, I like you've made it, you know, you're, but you're still struggling. Like, obviously, sure. Still so it's to, like the uh, adage of, you know... But it's not making it to the level of... Yeah, you're not making it to the level of being, like, a billionaire. But, you're like, you, you made yeah. it, but, like, you know, you're still... Different struggles. Know, out of Cleveland and stuff it. like that. I think yeah. he's out of Cleveland. Yeah, right? he went from Cleveland. That, so he said that on one of his... Songs in here he says, to struggle like, from 03. That's yeah. when he left Cleveland to go to New 23. York. Yeah, that's the yep. one song where he put the two ages, which where, was pretty cool. Where were you in 03? Think about it. I was, what, on 9-11? That's the cornerstone. So a fifth yeah, grade, so two so years like after seventh, 9-11? 7th grade. Middle school. The there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, 03 was middle school. It was I just think like 03. That's when I left uh, private school, like not that it was like a posh private school or anything like that, but the private religious school to go to like a, not public school, it was a charter school, you know, the Betsy DeVos fucking (laughs) thing, whatever she pushes, fuck charter schools, they were trash anyway. Yeah. Uh, But that's where I went, I went from a... what uh, definitely one background of, of study to another background of study, yeah. and it was like uh, it was definitely similar to that song where he talks about 2003 leaving his his dream and hitting, heading into reality. Like there yeah. was there was kind of a, a dreamed jadedness to where I was getting an education to where I was going to continue to get an education. I was Illusions. Like, that's the oh, one. this is the real world actually. So yeah. like I that song was like. Dang. That was deep, and like the yeah. life that that was his like these were my life changing moments type yeah. thing. I yeah. definitely had a transitional year in two thousand three, two thousand three, <laughs> not Cleveland to New York transitional, yeah. but definitely from a dream state to a reality state real quick. Yeah, yeah, and that one that one is preceded by All In, where he's like talking about the new beginning, and he's all in on this new life of not living his previous oh, yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, and then he literally goes into like demons in the next one with illusions. The one we were just referring to, so. It's pretty cool that they're all strung together like that. Even if it's like a single or a catchy one, it'll all bridge in. a message or something. I'm going to say it again. All In felt like a fucking hyperdrive, dude. That's That made me want to turn this off and play No Man's Sky A lot Sky of again. drums, yeah. It was just like, boom, we're going full speed. Yeah. <laughs> and that one, yeah. the waves at the end, water oh, yeah. from, that from the AP. The spot, it yeah, it yeah. represents, water Ooh. always represents anything new, new yeah. beginnings, new life and stuff. So at the very end of the song, you just heard like crashing waves. Yeah. Love so the, that's like his new beginning. Yeah, so past, previous, and new life and all that stuff. Very cool. Willow Smith on Rose Golden. Whipping her I hair back Rose and forth. I Golden a lot, though. <laughs> She's I really cool. enjoyed it. Um, great voice. Yeah, the hook, is, the hook is great. The hook is really like... Um, like violent crimes kind of style, like uh, yeah. that's not a good reference, but like, just the, it's a good hook about like it's not like it, it makes you feel like it's like I don't know how to even describe it. It's a coming of age hook. <laughs> just this that you can is get allegedly like um, part of the representation of Rose Golden is the is the cover here is the outline okay. rose gold tint with that. I didn't click on many genius things. I said that I didn't click on I any, but that was one of them where I clicked. I was like, like oh, I'm sorry, oh, I can't okay. give that type of information yeah. out. Yeah, but it's like I appeared at Tripped Out Dream back in 2003. Okay, and apparently there once again that was a life changing moment for him. So he tripped yeah. out and had a dream in 03, and then uh, that's what he says in the lyric. Yeah, moving in the song. Yeah, New York. I just yeah. was um, hooked to the hook. I loved it so. Mm-hmm. Um, There's only know, a handful more songs. Now, the okay, thing that I, wanna, I did say oh, that this was an hour and a half album, and yeah. when we flipped from the uh, first record to the second record, 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 uh, record uh, there was 
a bathroom break, <laughs> a, a drink refill. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is a this long is a album. Yeah. This is definitely one of the reasons that I like sitting down and listening to records because you just don't get this in the single. The single that the guy put out, Kid Cudi put out, <laughs> was uh, the <laughs> this guy. guy. Yeah, this guy. Uh, you know, was the last track of the album was Surfing, and even though we'll, we'll, we'll circle back and talk about it, it's crazy that that was the thing that launched this album. Oh my goodness, we're getting some more Cudi, yeah. Surfing, it's a vibe, we love this, yeah. and then it's all the way buried at the bottom of the album. Not so much yeah. buried, but he definitely wants you to venture to get there. He sends yeah. you off. Yeah, he, wa- yeah, no he wants you to go through the journey yeah. that he did supposedly and then you can relate to it easily of surfing. course yeah yeah but i mean that one he sends you off like you just we're feeling good at the end of it he gets he gets pharrell to ensure that you're gonna feel good because he can't deny his music pharrell. yeah <laughs> um it is it is it isn't listed as a single on apple music which is weird but it was really? the first one that he yeah he dropped was putting on, it on he just, snapchat yeah i don't remember it was, if it, it was probably on instagram was vine no vine was dead by this but i i remember when he was like I'm putting out an album, or the, he was dancing to these songs, and Surfing was definitely like his yeah. positive, I'm putting it out there song. Yeah. So the fact that it was like the super triumphant sign-off for the album, I was like, yes, this is great placement. It's good. He has the industry line, and he says, you know, no subliminal, um, and uh, he's like, come at whatever. Like, but I, I'm calling I like all you out and stuff, but who are you calling industry. out, really? Like, I, he didn't call it. It's a lame shot. Like, who did you Oh, it is. Out? It's literally one line. So it is a super lame shot whatever. to be like, oh, getting on the industry. Yeah. I definitely wrote something about this. But he's this. saying, uh, like, he's back. You know, he's making what he wants. He literally says, I'm making what I want. This is, is good. This what is you want to be yeah. doing, and you're still fine. And that's what he's doing. He's I surfing. would rather have him be making what he wants and happy and still getting money and stuff than totally going to that next level right. and then not being happy. And then doing I think more that's drugs what evokes that feeling. You if you feel it. like you're surfing on a wave, you're making what you want. You yeah. get that. So even though it's a lame shot, fuck the industry. Yeah, fuck the industry, man. Like I'm wave. I'm doing my thing. Yeah. And after this, you know, even if he didn't, he he's good at articulating. But like, it's more of a vibe thing with him. But like, even yeah. if he doesn't get it across the best way, like makes sense. Like, I'd rather have him saying that stuff than yeah. us talking about like how he overdosed or whatever. Because I he was agree. just I he totally. was succumbing to it. Like, it don't like I won't say this is cheesy and shit. Like, it's great. I love it. I relate to it so much. I'm gonna listen to it again. Right, and motivate right. Myself and stuff because like it's cool. That's a good ending to a story of like not ending, but like it's a good way to like say hey. I'm back. I overcame it. Right. Oh, it's it's like uh, from hearing it before the album came out. I thought it would be one of the first five songs. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that it's like, no, we're ending it with this. There's so yeah. much more before it. Like it's a juicy album. There's yeah, so it was, much. It was similar to the um, I and You from Kendrick's Pimp a Butterfly, right? Where like I is like so many similarities very with that, that I happy and stuff like that, and then You is like the very sad, depressing one because mm-hmm. he like dropped I, and everyone's like, wow, this album's gonna sound great. Yeah. Stuff. And then he had a direct answer to the half of it, which is like the sad depressing oh, one and stuff so it's cool the same thing here which is good like it takes you through once again like that journey of like i don't i don't know as much as um kendrick put it out there way more to decipher right um for him i could just tell that it's i don't know any women in his life honestly but i just know it's like clearly there's women there's drugs there's a party lifestyle like all of it is so entrancing yeah. and for somebody like him speaking for me this is how i relate but like for someone like him who like you know it's an addictive personality type thing like you get access to all that going from cleveland to new york and then now you're like you know he just gets sucked into it and well then, it's 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 he wouldn't have had well it's hard to say that he wouldn't have this but he wouldn't have this lifestyle 
lest yeah. you made that move to New York. And that's 2003, like, you weren't really buzzing on the internet like that. Yeah. We, we, you can't even think of that until, like, 2007 plus. Like, there's still yeah. the internet and there's Facebook, but until it's, like, in your damn pocket like it is now, you just don't have that exposure. Going to New York definitely helped him, no doubt, make yeah. those connections, bang, 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 move, move on. It is like journey. a, you know, yeah. like, sell your soul to the devil type thing. Kind of, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. What what do you think about? Uh, so I love um, anytime Andre three thousand just shows up because he's, awesome. he's done. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So like anytime him, he's awesome. out of retirement, I'm just pumped to hear him. Now the thing that I liked on uh, the guide, which would he was be on design. Okay, so the guide, the guide, the guide was seventeen. Awesome. Yeah, I loved the guide. Uh, Obviously, it's so that is where Cuddy Hums meets mumble rap. I don't think he does it even any. He doesn't do it good. That's no good on the track. It's 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 his version of mumble rap, but I prefer his hums. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'd be the like, hums I are, the hums it, fit perfect. But in it's this no one. good. Yeah. yeah. But but what I did like for sure, and I wonder how often this happens, especially to like so Cuddy, I would say like isn't he's probably like you know A minus list, B plus list. You know, like he's not he's he's not he's not Brad Pitt. You know, not Samuel Jackson. He's not you know what I mean. Like yeah. there's another echelon, but. He could call out, especially in that track, uh, you know, the guide. He calls out Gal Gadot. He needs his Wonder Woman by Gal Gadot. Do you yeah, think that, yeah. that Babe Ruth shot, do you think that gets you a crack? You know what I mean? Like, oh, man, hey, not with I uh... want to go get a drink with Gal Gadot. So I'm going to go fucking just pop, put you in there. It'll get back to her. Maybe she'll be flattered. No way, man. How do you think that works? Do you think that not, really works? That wouldn't work. Not with him being with Erica Badu, man. Oh That's shit! Right. Is yeah. that who he's with? Is he... I thought Cuddy was the one who said that, but if that was Three Stacks, no, he's the one who was like. That's why he went off the radar, and he's wearing like the shikis and stuff or whatever. I don't I'll know. see. <laughs> Maybe I'm not totally tapped into that. Sometimes I'm definitely on the outlier of like. Yeah, there's he's so like much he's in trance be by Erica really Badu for sure, yeah. and I think they're married and all that stuff. But like, okay, he got okay. sucked into her spell. Yeah, <laughs> okay. a lot of people uh, definitely look up to and aspire. Uh, to be Erica Badu level for sure. So like, of course, know, yeah, I, yeah. I love some of her stuff, but um, um, okay, that makes sense then. I but that I, then maybe it's just more of just you know, you, you know, calling out for pop. I swear, there, there's, I think there's, there's a says pop that line. sake. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just to have pop culture in your. your He's song, yeah. You know? He says I need my Wonder Woman, my Gal Gadot. So he drops that like little. You know, yeah. Of course, she plays Wonder Woman and all that good stuff. But yeah, um, man, that uh, the commander. Oh, no, that was the guide. That one I put, for the notes for that, my favorite non-feeling, just for the beat, I love it type production. Oh, yeah, yeah, So, like, I didn't listen for the lyrics. The beats are great. Yeah. Um, It wasn't deep, 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 but the beat beat carried it over the mumble mumble rap stuff. I was like, It's, like, like, mixed and mastered perfectly. That one is, at least. Yes, yeah. They all were. But it's all, like, live instrumentation, which which is crazy. This guy, I kept writing his name throughout the album, Adam Michalak. I want to do, that? like, the, the one show where they say, come on the show. Adam, <laughs> Adam oh, yeah. come on the show. Hey, come on the show. He did the strings. The yeah. He's, he did the strings for all these, and he recorded them at Capitol Records or whatever. But oh, shit. The strings on these are so nice, dude. Yeah. They're so good. The strings, they're beautiful. Like, how Mac Miller brings in the live instrumentation mm-hmm. with swimming and all that stuff. Like, live instrumentation is great. Um, kitchen, I guess it's like a relationship song. Like, yeah. the kitchen, the symbolism is the kitchen is his... Hit be, the kitchen is being in a relationship with him. It's yes. like if you're in the kitchen, you're, hot, you're the in kitchen. the struggle, you're in the relationship with yeah. him, whatever kind of shit he might be going through, the drugs, the depression, the, the kitchen, it's, right? Yeah. So, but like, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. Yeah, the lyrical, lyrically heavy, but like the strings are just so nice, man. And um, is, it, is it the strings, the, the harmony of the strings carry 
like it's it's harsh, not depressing, but such harsh, deep lyrics that yeah. the, that the highness and the melody of the strings, like the harmony, brings that higher. Like you could say, it's like you could say anything with an emoji. Like if you play a beautiful harp in the background, they're just like. Fuck you! It's like oh, that was beautiful. Fuck you! You yeah. know what I mean? Like, which yeah. there was harp on this too. Yeah, right. Which is crazy. Right, yeah. <clears throat> no, but I'm I'm a sucker for that live instrumentation. So I really appreciate all of that. Um, Who was that? You said Michelak. Adam Michelak. Yeah. I wonder. He recorded all the strings on it. Throughout doing this, how many? Maybe we find him on a Mac Miller album. Of course, or, yeah. Hip hop centric yeah. uh, workers. Who, yeah. And not like studio session artist or whatever, but a friend of maybe Kid yeah. Cudi or Mike Dean. Yeah. Maybe something like that, which once again, shout out to Mike Dean. Like he's awesome. He's awesome. He's Have the it. Houston sound, but he'll form, he'll go from Travis Scott to Cudi, you know, and like keep it, keep the yeah. cre- the artists like, you know, creative direction mind, I, I would imagine. Yeah. But, like he, it's good that you can do. mold to that artist yeah. kind of like, oh, you kind of sound like this. He like made that. Travis Scott sound. Dude. He rodeo was all Mike Dean and then like. We should, stuff, but... we should do rodeo. We should do rodeo. I got that for sure. I know you definitely like Travis Scott. Yeah, but no, it's cool to uh, see him all over this. And then in the second half, like Dot the Genius started coming up. Yeah. Um, he is this some of his earlier stuff? Awesome. So Cosmic Warrior, I put very Kanye-esque, and I, I, I wrote that Mike Dean produced it before I even looked because whatever, I assume. But you just knew. It's very wrong. It's like by Dot the Genius. Yeah, but he, like, I feel like he really channeled Kanye in uh, Cosmic Warrior. Oh Very yeah, Kanye yeah. sounding drums, then like yeah, Robocop yeah, yeah. style kind of or paranoid. Yeah, Cosmic um, Warrior. I definitely and it was by him too. I felt like that, that was more of like one of those late night just cruising vibes, yeah. like ambient like, shit. Yeah. Is what I, I have put. so many miles to go, but I have to turn it on. Also, there's an eagle in the background, which is awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, a Travis yeah. Scott call, which you feel like should be like D. Yeah, his animal yeah. form. Yeah. <laughs> But I like, because that's the one that's like, no, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, you know yeah, where he does he that? he just lets it out and hums like There's like really... a, um, I just felt like there's a, a clarity and realization that kept refraining in that song. So, like, his no, 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 yeah, like, the yeah is a higher yeah. note. It's a realization. He's definitely, like, because it's not, there's not many verses. There's mostly chorus to that song. Yeah. But that's what kind of, like, the pattern is the he, depth of it. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I wrote for, I think it was the second song. But, like, the repetition mm-hmm. is not out of laziness or at all um, whatever it's uh, out of like literally the one where he's like you can try to numb the pain but it'll never go away he says it go away yeah, yeah he yeah, says yeah, it like yeah. you know 10 times and it's like no it's yeah. not just because he doesn't there's have anything to say because like there's a numbness he's yes. like he's giving you the numbness yes. of like you saying this 10 times yeah. and like the music is good you can hear the production in your head but you're just getting hit yep. with like ah oh, you could try to numb pain it'll never go away and just you're gonna keep saying it until it hammers it home when really, i first it works as a this. musical device it definitely does yeah there's because there's like a there's like you know you can do all the studies of you know geometry and math and music and how it's got to you know be equidistant and all that kind of stuff so that's that's one of those things where he does it a certain repetition of the pattern all that which is spread throughout the album and Mm -hmm. he really uses it but there's a there's a numbness to all the emotions that he evokes so it definitely like when he does it he does it for a purpose it's not just like all right let's get through this song let's get to the next song we want to make it an hour and a half some artists definitely do that shit 19 tracks yeah you're not gonna see that from a lot of people on a a lot of their tracks right he could have made some of these shorter but i don't think that would have like helped the vision by any mean i like the length of it those those numbing portions of the album where you almost tune out that's part of it that's listening to it again that's like oh shit like you're right like if i was feeling this uh, in this track i might be 
similarly feeling that numbing emotion in the invoking yeah. thing that it's trying. It's a wild ride with like a slow burn still and the totally. payoff at the end of like... Serving, dude. Yeah, you know, it's like, you can pick and choose if you want, but yeah. uh, it has a story and, um, you know, it could take takes you there. The music, the music, the women. Yeah. The drugs, all that stuff. Like, everything that everybody does nowadays. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. There's a lot of vices, and he just digs into the uh, Very relatable. some of the consequences of those vices and not so much the celebratory aspects of it. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Good to see. It's a it's a happier ending than others. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I've definitely, like I said, I'm saving a few, the catchier ones. Um, it's like a personal playlist type thing. Yeah, yeah. and just on different play like the the druggy type club ones. Sure, are awesome. Of course, play those at night. There's a couple that Vibey I ones rediscovered. Like that. The introspective yeah. ones, yeah, little motivational ones. Um, I'm gonna dive into the other ones, man. On the when this came out in like 2016, that. I was just starting or like recently started at my current employer, and uh, kind of the numbness and repetition because the job that I do is very repetitive so yeah. like it definitely helped with that but i remember being so like excited and elated that there was new cutty and then it was like new music friday every every friday's new music friday i love it so there is like that portion of it so like this is definitely one of the ones that i listen to tons and tons of times and kind of when i buy a record i'm like whoa i listened to that at least 10 times i should grab this so that the reason yeah. when i forget about it i can revisit it and the reason that i can sit down i can sit down and appreciate it kind of what kind of evolved from this this podcast, how we kind of got to where we are today, is the how good of an album this was. I had to keep it in a timeless format, not yeah. just a, oop, my phone deleted and I don't have that thing anymore. So, like, uh, is, is this one of those albums to you, or is this more of 100%. a newly discovered one? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I, it's timeless. Yeah. Um, the message is in there. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'm surprised that it was 2016. I thought it was right? like 2018 we're, we're or something like that. But no, it's been yeah. it's going on six years or five years, years now. Um, soon enough, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. I that's the kind of stuff I love. Like I always love. That's why we're choosing these. It's not like right, we're trying right. to go for these kinds of messages every time. Like we can clearly sure. I don't know, choose something, but it's like now in these times, whatever, going through the shit that we're going through. It's like this is a good. Um, you should definitely, if you're feeling any type of way, seriously, turn this like, album no on. It'll hit every emotion: happy yeah. emotion, sad emotion, heartbroken emotion, love emotion, lust emotion. Hit them all. And it doesn't have to be journey, right? It's Cuddy's journey. The hums you're floating on his hums. You don't have to, you know, really listen to the lyrics first time. You'll get the feeling from what he says. (laughs) It's too good. Even and then the fact that he could just do that through just a sound. He's definitely got a gift. There's no doubt why he's so popular. Uh, anything else on this album that you liked that you touched on? Anything else you want to say on the podcast? Yeah, anything you want to get off your chest? Through the phone. Now this is it's fun, man. I like the uh, the concept that we're trying to hammer home is 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 hitting for me. I like it. I'm I starting to see what I'm seeing. Yeah, I don't listen to like stuff as much as I should, and to listen to it through this you know great format. It's a great it's way cool. to slow down. It. It's a way to disconnect while we might be on our phones throughout the actual listening. We're definitely looking more into the album, the thing that we're definitely trying to plug into. Yeah. And uh, I feel like there'll be great stories through the different people that I connect with their, you know, rep, yeah. uh, you know, translation of an album, I should say, or their, yeah. their, the way they receive it. Um, I'm glad to everybody who is listening. Uh, check it out on YouTube. Check it out on all the, the main 
podcast platforms. I recommend watching it on YouTube. That's definitely yeah. what we're going for. RRJR Productions, I believe. Yep, I think I switched it up so that you could just search sit, sit and, and spin. spin. I'm just awesome. trying to, it's hard to fight into that YouTube stuff, but that's what I'm learning throughout all of this. If you have any recommendations or you want to browse the shelf, that's all in there too. If you want to know about a, I mean, Mike, know, you know, you know a lot about turntables. If you want to know about something, you got a question, you can ask it. Not that yeah. you can't. You know, find those things, Google but it's easy. Shit. We're, yeah, here in, uh, we're in a friendly outlet here to <laughs> yeah, I write those the things. Specifics. We love hard, uh, hardware, clearly, yeah. so we can talk, uh, talk on that I write the bit. specifics of each episode, what we're um, recording on in the, in the info tab on YouTube, and I'm definitely using that as, like, the major platform of, like, what we're doing and how we're doing it. Um, I'd like to have anybody on the show, if anybody who's hearing this wants to be on a show or wants to discuss an album or loves an album, this is an excuse to... Hang out with people, talk to people, discover music, discover their version oh, yeah. of music to them. Um, and a an, an reason to just buy more records. I mean, everybody who likes records always says they don't have enough records. And I understand that, that itch. So Yeah, in the it, age of things being um, taken away, online streaming, stuff like that, region locking and different yeah. versions and firmware updates for albums, yeah, <laughs> Kanye absolutely. style. Kanye it's cool style. to have like a physical... You uh, you firmware got updates for <laughs> albums? I just said just <laughs> album edits, but it's a whole firmware update. <laughs> you got like the physical forever cut and uh, yeah, you keep it that way. It's sweet. Yeah, we'll dig into that on some of them. I definitely have a, a Kanye album that's different than the Kanye album you can get online right now. Right, exactly. It's cool stuff. It goes. Cool stuff. All right. We'll do the next yeah, man, one. There's no pattern me. to these, but hopefully we get some out a little sooner than just a one or two a month. But uh, I've been enjoying just nature, and I'm going to go back and just enjoy the world right now and uh, while it's still as alive. As we can. But once we get super quarantined, we'll shoot another one. <laughs> Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks, Mike, for having me. Of course. Anytime, man. Thank you.